Love a good clap. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double N Ben Variety Show. How you fucking doing? It's good to be here. How have you been? Everything been fantastic? You've been having fun? How's your week been? Was everyone nice to you? Did your boss dump a bunch of reports on your desk on Friday afternoon saying get this shit done or else you're fired and you felt like stabbing him with a fucking knife? That happened? Well, if it did happen, congratulations, you made it, you're here, you might be listening to this podcast whilst you're bearing the corpse, I don't know, however you want to listen to this podcast is all good, I don't mind, I'm not one of these people where I'm like, you need to be from this particular political field or, you know, this side of the cultural norm, I don't care, do whatever tickles your fancy, the point is, welcome to the show, it's good to be here, I don't know where that ramble went. You know, and that's not me endorsing murder, by the way. That's just me trying to be humble and accepting to all different kinds of people because I'm a tolerant man. You know what I mean? Tolerance is important. Now, speaking of tolerance, I feel like we should jump straight into the first topic. I wasn't going to talk about this, but, you know... With all things in the world now and the way humans behave, um, I saw something on Twitter today which stayed on my mind. Now, when you talk to people usually and they're upset, you ask them, well, what happened? Why are you upset? What's wrong? What's gotten under your skin? Usually it's going to lead back to something that they saw on social media. I'm not saying that happens all the time. I sound like an ignorant fuck, but this usually happens with people who are, you know, let's say, triggered over something, you know? Uh, I know that word's very 2016, but you get my point. So, you know, speaking of tolerance and, you know, being triggered by something that you saw, uh, Nicole Flint and Friendly Geordies are at it again. Um, now, look, if you don't know who Nicole Flint is, she's a liberal MP for Boothie. Uh, which I believe is in Adelaide. Uh, I'm not too sure because I'm uh, geographic geographically. Yeah, that's the word. Geographically retarded. See, I can't even get my words out. You know this. You listen to this podcast. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Now, where is Boothy? I believe Boothy. Boothy, right? I hope it's fucking Boothy. It's Boothy. She's in Boothy. Boothy. Anyway. Point is, I don't know what, she's an MP fucking somewhere, essentially she's a liberal politician, you know, um, and Nicole Flint has constantly, you know, been someone to talk about, you know, women's issues, which is fine, like, you know, whatever you're into, that's what you're into, I don't judge you, we all have different, you know, beliefs and ideals and all that. That's fine. You know, I'm not one of these people, one of these comedians or YouTubers that, you know, constantly shit on feminism. Like, you know, I'll make jokes about it from time to time, 100%. Like, I joke about everyone. You know, I talk about everything. You know, I, I, I don't care, though, at the end of the day, what your beliefs are. Like, a joke's a joke. You know, we like to make fun of everything. Um, you know, but Nicole Flint is someone who is heavily into that, or so she says, Right? And Friendly Geordies, obviously we all know who he is, he has constantly, not constantly really, I'll take that back, he has 
you know, from time to time called out Nicole Flint, but for the right reasons. She has a horrible voting record. Um, you know, she votes for, you know, scrutiny against unions, um, you know, no wage increases, doesn't want to give back Aboriginal land rights. She votes for the most abhorrent shit in the world. And whenever, whenever Jordan has called her out on this, she has constantly run to the defense of you're a sexist. You're saying this stuff because I'm a woman. Um, you know, you and you, you being a male, you're attacking me because I'm a woman. The point is, is that she's always going to run to, uh, you know, play the victim card and, uh, you know, use her identity as like a defense, right? Um, so she has been in a Twitter spat with Jordan recently because Jordan, once again, you know, clarified this idea that, you know, apparently he's a sexist, which Jordan's not a sexist. He's, you know, he does not care about identity. He doesn't judge people, you know, for what their gender or race or sex is. He doesn't give a shit about any of that. He only cares about policy and voting records and, you know, what politicians do for the country. That's what he focuses on. He doesn't care, you know, what your, you know, beliefs are, whether you're a feminist or not. Sure, he might make jokes about that, but he, again, that's not going to, you know, but that he's not going to solely judge you for that. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's going to judge you based on what your voting record is. And in Nicole Flint's case, her voting record is abhorrent. It's terrible. It's dog shit. So let's go through a voting record. By the way, I got it wrong. Boothby. Boothby. Where the fuck is Boothby, by the way? Boothby. Where is it? South Australia. All right, well, I got that part right. I remember, I think I said South Australia. Or at least I said it in my mind. Now... You might be thinking, you know, oh, Friendly Geordies, he sounds like a cyber bully. He sounds horrible. Well, no, like I said, he's calling her out on a voting record. And I'm going to read you out her voting record because what he has to say is completely valid. This, she just votes for the most, like, insanely cruel shit. And then whenever you call her out, it's, you hate me because I'm a woman. And it's like, it has nothing to do with the fact that you have a vagina. We're calling you out because you vote for horrible shit that affects, you know, the average Australian, you know? Anyway, so, let, what she has voted for, right? So, I'm going to go on to the category of voted consistently for. Um, she has voted consistently for the increasing scrutiny of unions. Um, she has also voted for reducing the corporate tax rate. Um, she has also voted for privatizing government services, you know, you know, she's also voted for getting rid of Sunday and public holiday penalty rates. I mean, you know, I, I, again, so, so far we're going through what she's voted for and it doesn't sound great. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't sound terrific. It doesn't really sound like someone, you know, personally that the Australian, you know, public would vote for. It sounds like this this woman's kind of a piece of shit for what she votes for, not for the fact that she's a feminist. No one cares about that shit. Okay, I'm telling you, like, a lot of people don't care about that. Right? Now, this is what she's voted against. Um, a royal commission into violence and abuse against people with disabilities. So, she doesn't want the Royal Commission to investigate people who are disabled who are getting violently treated. She does not want the Royal Commission to look into that. Why is that? I don't know. It's you know, it's a huge possibility that she doesn't have a fucking soul. Right. She's also voted against extended extending the job keeper payment. 
um, assisting the arts sector through the coronavirus pandemic, increasing Aboriginal land rights, increasing access to the JobKeeper payment, like with, with, like increasing restrictions restrictions on gambling, um, you know, uh, increasing the diversity of media ownership, just like, you know, like an absolute, like, I, again, like, and when you call her out on this, right, like, you, you must be hearing this thinking like, wow, okay, this person's horrible, let's call her out, well, you might do that, because if you, what's going to happen is if you do that, you are going to be seen as the most sexist, misogynistic piece of shit, because you're calling out Nicole Flint for what she votes for, right, but in your mind, you're like, no, I'm just calling her out in a voting record, but in her mind, it's like, no, you're doing this because I'm a woman, this is, this is the thing that's really fucking annoying within, you know, politics and culture today. This idea of, you know, using identity politics to get yourself out of the horrible shit that you vote for and the horrible shit that you do is so toxic and narcissistic. I know that word toxic is just like, you know, that word toxic is going to make every BuzzFeed journalist get a fucking heart on. But the thing is, is that, look... You can't be, you know, voting for all this horrible stuff. You can't be advocating for, you know, not giving land rights back to Aboriginals. And then at the same time, you're being like, well, you know, women's rights matter, women's rights matter. And it's like, yeah, but you don't even, like, focus on policies that would help, like, women. Like, the the, the fucking, the Sunday rates. Like, who's that going to help? Single mothers. And you're voting against that. Like, it just shows that... She has no depth to any of her points, and she's using her identity as a way to defend herself. It is truly narcissistic, and it's fraudulent, and it's the most frustrating shit in the world. And then when you watch Friendly Geordie's video, he brings up solid, good points. I mean, like, what he says isn't wrong. I mean, he's bringing up everything that is factually correct. And then she looks at it, thinking, well, that's an attack on me because I'm a woman, you know, you, like, you know, I don't want to talk about the, you know, the horrendous shit, you know, voting for, um, you know, not giving back Aboriginal land rights. So let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the fact how I'm personally offended because I'm a woman, though no one's attacking me in the first place because I am a woman, but in her mind, she makes that up in order to get her out of these arguments and these accusations, even though the accusations and arguments are completely valid. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just, it's horseshit. Everything she talks about when it comes to her being a, a woman, and it's like, because you're attacking me. Did you know? Listen, I know I don't like, you know, giving back land rights to the traditional owners, and I know I don't, you know, want to help people who are struggling financially, but don't attack me because, because I'm a woman. Don't do it. I'll have to get on Twitter and try to get you banned from YouTube. Because that's what she did, right? So, Geordie's made the video. She came out saying, you know, this was her tweet. This vid is a disgusting, sexist attack on me. On me! I'm the victim here. Don't you see? I'm the victim here. It's just, you know, I know I'm a public figure and I know I make decisions that affect people's lives, but don't criticize me because I'll get my feelings hurt. And it's like, 
Listen, this is the thing I don't understand about public figures and politicians and people in the public sphere, right? People who put their opinions out there and, you know, essentially you're in the public image, right? You have a public image. You're in the public space. Like when you make decisions, people are going to publicly know that because, you know, that's part of your job, right? I have never understood when public figures start to say, I just get criticized all the time or, you know, I can't believe people are mean to me. And it's like, listen... When you're a public figure, that is the price you have to pay. You cannot escape criticism when you put yourself out there. It's You can't. You can't do it. it you, it's literally the dumbest shit whenever I, he, whenever I hear that argument. It literally makes no sense to me. When public figures get offended by what people say to them, and it's like, listen, like you put yourself out there, you make decisions, especially in Nicole Flint's case, you make decisions since she's a politician, that is going to affect people's lives and you're getting backlash for it and somehow you're shocked by that. And, you know, the, the, the criticisms that you get, you label them as like, oh, it's a disgusting, sexist attack on me. On me. I'm the victim here. Even though I don't want to help people who are struggling. Hmm? Have you ever heard of the phrase, eating the cake? Mm, you can eat, you can just, just give them the cake. Why don't we do that? But if you attack me for, you know, affecting your life, that's disgusting and sexist. It's so narcissistic and it's fucking evil. I really do think that. I think it's fucking evil of her to escape these criticisms and, you know, always run it back to, well, it's, it's because I'm a woman. It's it's sexism. It's bullshit. It's, it's a bullshit argument. No one is buying into it. No one has her back except all those dumb shits who work at the ABC and do fucking podcasts on wine and cheese. Like, those are the people who are defending you. These upper middle class you know, thoughts who live in these nice mansions who record a podcast every Thursday afternoon drinking a Chardonnay and talking about the fine Camembert. I, I don't eat cheese. Like, whatever. What are the fucking blue cheese, right? You got these ladies who live in these good houses who work these six-figure jobs, right? Who do podcasts on Pinot Noir and blue cheese and those are the people who are defending you. They don't have any... They don't have anything in common... With the average Australian. Do you know what I mean? It's not there. Right? The average Australian looks at Nicole Flint thinking she's a piece of shit. Because she votes for things that makes her into a piece of shit. Okay? Right? So then she goes on to say... Okay, so this vid is a disgusting sexist attack on me. Lee Sales, Lisa Wilkinson, Gladys Berejiklian, and Gina Reinhart. It's despicable. Albo NP, you need to act... Friendly Geordies, Enemy to Women. That's the title of the, of the video. Okay, let's go through these talking points and let me tell you why they're really stupid. I already went through the, you know, the narcissistic talking point of like, it's, it's, it's an attack on me. Well, you're a public figure. Fucking deal with it. Deal with it. Seriously. And you, you have more of a responsibility because you're voting for policies that are... I've said this a million times. You're voting for things that are going to affect people's lives and the things you vote for are horrendous. And then when people call you out on it, you get you, you turn this into like, it's, an, it's a disgusting sexist attack on me. It's like, you... like that is, Do you understand how dangerous that is? Like, you are, you are essentially making decisions that is going to hurt 
the average Australians and other, you know, groups as well. And then when they come out saying, hey, this is bullshit, like, why can't I get paid a good rate on a Sunday to help feed my family? And then you look at that criticism, which is completely valid, and you say, like, fucking men, am I right? It's all men. It's like, listen, look, obviously there are dickheads on the internet who are going to make, you know, comments that have prejudice, you know, that, that, let me say that again. I'm going on a ramble here. Starting to sound like a fucking moron. But you get my point, right? There are going to be idiots on the internet who are going to say, yeah, outright sexist shit. They're going to call her a whore and all this, you know, other stuff. It's They're just going to have comments filled with prejudice, okay? You can't escape that. There are those fucking idiots in the world, right? That's just... Look, I get shit all the time. I get people calling me stuff, but I... They're... They're, they're idiots. They're nobodies on with the fucking Twitter account. Who cares? Who cares? Twitter's not a real place. It's not. It's not a real place. It's really, really not. Anyway, there are always going to be those idiots in the world, okay? We know this. But when someone comes out actually having good, valid criticisms towards what you do, you can't just constantly run to this, you know, defensive, oh, my identity will protect me because I'm a victim. It's like, it's so dangerous because you're not answering for your voting record that is affecting the lives of Australians. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. And it's like, well, you know, he he makes too many jokes in it. It's like, okay, he might make jokes, but, you know, he's one, he's a comedian. Secondly, like the comments that that he's making as well, like, is he wrong? I don't think he's wrong. He's completely right. Like, it's just, it's this, it's this, like, as soon as you put a label on someone, immediately it caps any, you know, depthful commentary on that person. It's like, well, you know, that person's a sexist, so he must hate women. Like, it's this label that is just so cheap and it's so lazy. And it constantly happens all the time. And Nicole Flint is a prime, prime example of this. Now... Lisa Wilkinson, Lisa Alice, Gladys Berejiklian, and Gina Reinhardt. Okay, if you think these people are like good, decent human beings that are serving the public, then you're a fucking idiot, okay? It's got nothing to do with the fact that what their gender is. It literally means nothing. Nothing to It means nothing to me, all right? I don't care that they're, you know, that they're women. doesn't mean anything. It means fuck all, right? Lisa Ailes, okay. Dude, I mean, 7.30 report, like, you know, this idea that you're the one who asks the hard questions, and then as soon as the liberals come on, you know, you, 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 you give them the most, like, softball questions in the world, asking the most, like, you know, um, like, the, the most general questions in the world of, like, do you believe in climate change? Do you believe in feminism? And it's like, are you really going to treat yourself as someone who asks the hard questions and pushes people when you ask these stupid, dumb, broad questions? No. Right? So she gets her money from the government to make sure that she can still run her show. So, you know, she's lying. She's being dishonest. So I don't, I wouldn't say that's a good person. And again, when people criticize her, it's not because they don't like her because she's a woman. They're doing it because she's being dishonest within her job, which is in public broadcasting. Okay, it's that simple. Lisa Wilkinson, I mean, you know, again, same same situation as Lee Sales, you know. Gladys Berejiklian, I mean, you know, 
do I... I mean, look, if you, if you like women, if you think women empowerment is women, you know, killing koalas, making sure they go extinct and, you know, sucking on someone's dick to make sure, like, you know, they get all the money they need through corruption, then, I mean, gee, I don't know what to fucking say. And then you got Gina Reinhardt. I mean... Gina Reinhardt. Like, you know, a watered-down version of the Koch brothers. Like billionaire oil mining magnate, you know, completely, you know, is destructive to the environment. Do I need to go any further? I'm like, Albo, you need to act. What does Albo have to do with any of this? I don't understand. Why are you bringing him into this? Like, he's got bigger things to worry about. Like, you know, like he, they're not, he's not associated with the Labour Party. Like, Jordan is not associated with Albo on the Labour Party. He just advocates for them. You know, it's just, it's so silly. This whole argument is just so silly. It's like, you know, whenever it's an attack on her, it's just like, you know, if I'm going down, everyone's coming down with me. And it's such a terrible mentality to have. And it's, it's, it affects all political discussion because, you know, those criticisms within the political discussion, those points are valid. They're valid. They are completely valid, right? Nothing wrong with that at all. I don't understand. But it's a stupid... This what she's doing is just so dumb and it's just... it's what Everything she's saying is so fraudulent and it's like, you know, oh, it's because it's sexism, sexism, sexism. It's just such a... It's such a cheap defense because then it's like, well, why don't you, you know, actually talk about the talking points that he's bringing up with you? You know? Whatever. So, Nicole Flint's a moron. Can't stand her. I'm glad she's retiring from politics. So, you know, thank God for that. Oh, my God. What? Hang on. I was literally about... I was literally about to um, stop talking about this. Then I see that Nicole Flint was on Sky News. This is her tweet. I'm not shitting you. I'm going to get this up. The unions are going to kill Christmas, as I explained tonight on PM Live, PM On Air. Of course, Sam Crosbury didn't agree, but what do you expect from a rusted-on lefty Flint? Unions are going to kill Christmas. What the fuck? What is going on? What are you talking about? The unions are going to kill Christmas. If, if this country needs anything, it needs a stronger unionization of workers. But you think the unions are going to kill Christmas? You say this dumb shit and you expect everyone to just get behind you whenever you feel like you're a victim of fucking sexism because people are calling you out on your bullshit? This, this shit is, is the most frustrating. It's so fucking annoying. It kills. Like this is just like it's such a it's such narcissism from this Karen. I mean, look at her haircut. She's got this like shitty like she's got a Karen haircut. She's got a short haircut. She's wearing this like stupid blazer with like flowers on it, and then she's sitting there with this straight face, all like. It's it's so. It's like this this bitch drives me fucking crazy. Like no one else does it to me more than holy shit. 
Damn. Oh, it's thundering. You've been thunderstruck! Down, 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 thunderstruck! Yeah, 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 thunderstruck! Damn. I'm gonna start, you know, acting like one of my dogs and start going like, Oh, is that thunder? Time to get under the table! Thunder's scary. Um... Okay, what was I talking about? Right, Nicole Flint, why she's a moron. Okay, unions are going to kill Christmas. Okay, Nicole, if you're watching this, I highly doubt you are, but just in case in the off chance that you are, do you understand why people don't like you? You sit there in a fucking awful jacket with a terrible haircut that makes you look like a Karen, and you think unions that supports workers is going to be the thing that kills Christmas. How do you sit there with that giant ego thinking anyone who attacks me is sexist? Do you see why everyone hates you? Do you see why everyone wants you to leave politics? And she is leaving politics. I can't. I'm, I am thanking the Lord that that is happening because this woman is a fucking idiot. What do you expect from a rusted on lefty. What do you expect from a rusted on lefty? It's just like, it's so stupid. It's just everything she says. It's just like, you, you watch, you hear what she has to say. And you just sit back and you go like, I literally have said some dumb shit in my time. But this bitch takes the cake. Absolute, like... I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words. Horrible. Makes no sense. <sighs> We're starting this. We're 25 minutes in. Holy shit. That is crazy. That is nuts, right? Mm. I have to take a hit of a vape after I've had a huge rant because it just calms me down. I'm a really nice guy in real life. If you met me, like, I'm really nice. I'm really nice. I don't get mad. I just have that ability when it comes to uh, politics and stuff that I'm passionate about. You know? And anyone who criticizes me, that is an attack on me because I'm a man. Do you understand? You try to... Okay, I want... This is, this is the next challenge I have, actually. Whenever Scott Morrison says some dumb shit or votes for something horrible or makes some new horrendous policy... He should try using that excuse of like, you're attacking me because I'm a man. I'm a man who lives in a big mansion with all the money in the world. And you attacking me is an attack on me as a man. You, I want him to try saying that shit. I really want to see that. Okay. Right. Let's talk about the elbow boof head controversy. Right. Let's talk about that. Now I'll play the clip in case no one saw it. Uh, let's get this up. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I love this. I love this so much. Okay? I love it when 
Albo gets like really into someone that he doesn't like and calls them a bullhead. And you know what? In a perfect world, he would have gone further. He would have said, sit down, you bald-headed prick. You look like a dick knob. Sit the fuck down. No one wants to hear from you. You're a moron. Oh, it's thunderous. I'm really sorry that it's thundering. I don't, I don't know why. Like, it was like sunny earlier today. What the hell? Anyway, back to the bullhead shit. Listen, I love this because it shows that this guy is literally willing to put his pe- or put the pedal to the metal no matter what and go, listen, if I have to be vicious to those who affect the average Australian, then so bad. I love that. I love that. You know what? I think they should allow swearing in Parliament and start saying, sit down, you dumb cunt. What are you doing, you fucking dickhead? Why don't they do that? I would love that. That would be amazing. You know, and of course Sky News saw all this and they were like, um, you know, it's hilarious. They were like, what, what, what is it they said? Let's get this up. Let's get this up, right? They, they didn't react too well to it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Why is it fucking thundering? Jesus Christ. Yeah, we saw this. There's only two other countries that are making a claim that Australia's not doing the right thing here. That is the Chinese government and the Russian government. Those two. So, so Comrade Wilson, you are on message. You're on message, and we leader here would be very proud of you. I seek leave to make the following motion. This is what's really funny about all this that I, I, I love. I love the fact that Sky News will look at Albo and the fact that Albo called Dutton a buffhead and was like, well, you know, that's not how a Prime Minister acts. That's not very nice. Whatever happened to leadership? You know, you, you can't be saying mean comments to people in Parliament. We got a country to run here and you're calling, you know, your other, you're calling the opposition a bunch of buffheads. What's going on there? Listen, I love how Sky News will get so offended over that, but then whenever Trump says anything on Twitter or he says anything in general, they'll be like, <laughs> just see that? That's hilarious. <laughs> Shut up, Albert. I don't call him a bullpen. It's amazing. It is hilarious. Like, it is. Like, you literally... Oh, my God. Is it going to keep fucking thundering? I'm really sorry about that. I can't... I, I don't control the weather, so I I, I just got to keep going. We're on, a, we're on a roll here. Anyway, 
I love how they'll do that. And like, listen, these people constantly shit on everyone that they don't like. And then whenever the person that they don't like comes out and defends himself or calls Peter Dunn a buff head, they, they, they get their panties in a twist. They get their panties in a twist. And it's like, why? Why do, I don't understand. I, look, everyone always looks at like, you know, what happens in these situations and they're like, you know, we need better behavior in parliament. It's like, I wish these people would swear at each other and give the most savage in, savage insults upon each other. That would be amazing. Why not? Why? You know, this idea of like, we need, you know, behavior, we need good behavior, we need, we need to make sure everyone's a leader. It's hilarious. Peter Dutton is not just a buff head, he's a fuckwit. His head looks like a dick knob. His head looks like my dick knob. Oh, that's a bit weird, but we got to be accurate here. You know? He, he, like, you know, and the fact that, you know, Dutton will come out and say, like, oh, you know, he's got a glass jaw, you know, he, he's, he's fragile. It's like, you, didn't you sue a refugee activist because he called you a rape apologist, which, you know, if you look into what Peter Dutton has been doing in his actions within, you know, immigration and the way those immigrants are treated, I, I would say that's valid. I would say, you know, some terrible shit happens to, to immigrants and, you know, what that refugee activist had to say, is he wrong? Is he wrong? I don't think he's wrong. You know, and then Peter Dutton sees that and, you know, some comment on Twitter and he, and he sues him for $35,000, even though Peter Dutton has, like, a, a property portfolio worth millions and he gets a six-figure salary and he calls Albo, you know, someone who you know, he's tell, that tells Albo that he has a glass jaw. What the hell? That makes no sense. Like, it's, it's hilarious to me that that's the case. But, um, yeah. Good on Albo. Next time you should actually start swearing at him. It'd be hilarious. You know? I'd love that. I would love that if they just started swearing at each other. Alright, moving on to the next topic. <clears throat> Chris Cuomo has been fired from CNN. Fredo has been fired. Fredo has been let go. Right, let's read out. CNN fires Chris Cuomo over role helping brother Andrew with sexual misconduct charges. Okay, Chris admitted earlier this year that he had broken some of CNN's rules in advising his brother on how to handle the allegations from a PR perspective. U.S. Network, U.S. News Network CNN has fired anchor Chris Cuomo after additional information came to light during an investigation into his efforts to help his brother, former, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, deal with allegations of sexual misconduct. Cuomo, who hosted CNN's most watched primetime news show, had been suspended on Tuesday. He had admitted in May that he had broken some of the cable news network's rules in advising his brother on how to handle the allegations from a public relations perspective. Right. So, Chris was helping his brother Andrew um, because Andrew Cuomo was, you know, getting a lot of allegations, you know, coming after him, saying that, like, you know, he did this to me. He, you know, the, like, women came out and essentially... You know, said that he was a creep and doing creepy shit, you know, and th there were so many allegations that, you know, it, it would put Harvey Weinstein to fucking, you know, m make him look like a fucking angel. Not really. That's a joke. But the point is, is that Chris helped his brother. Now, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this before, but here's the thing. 
Okay. I don't condone what Chris did. You know, I don't think that's good. Helping his... Like, you know, it's... It's not great. Like, you shouldn't do it. Um, you know, it's very... Once he helps his brother, it's he's going down a path that he won't be able to, you know, you know, walk away from. Do you know what I mean? And, look, I know he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have helped his brother. You know, it, it, it's easy for people to say that. Here's the thing. And I'm not supporting either of them. I don't like either of them. But this is coming from someone who has two brothers, right? Now. If one of them was in this situation, I wouldn't support what, you know, one of my brothers did if they were, you know, doing that to women. I wouldn't like that. But the thing is, is that, you know, if someone in your family is in trouble and, you know, that they need help, it's like, would you not support them? Would you not, you know, be there for them? Again, it, 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 but once you do that, it's very likely that you're going to lose your job very much like Chris did. But the thing is, is that, you know, if one of my brothers were in that situation, I'd probably risk everything to try and help them because they're family. But again, it's a, it's a decision that's going to get you into a lot of trouble and, you know, you deserve the criticism that comes towards you. You know? You can't, you can't escape it. You can't escape that criticism. And look, Chris Cuomo's an idiot because, you know, he, he says a bunch of dumb shit on CNN that is extremely frustrating. And um, he just, uh, this was, once he, you know, went down this path, he knew there was no turning back. He knew there was no turning back. And look, I get it though. I get why he did it. I understand. I completely understand why he did it. I, I, it makes sense, you know. Your brother's in trouble. What are you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What do you? I mean, it's 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 a tough. It's it'd be hard not to help out. Do you know what I mean? It'd be hard. Right. Okay. Jack Dorsey stepped down as Twitter chief. Right. Okay. Twitter's co-founder Jack Dorsey has stepped down from his executive role at the social media company. Dorsey will be replaced by Chief Technology Officer CTO Parag Agrawal. I'm probably getting that wrong. Uh, the company announced on Monday. The surprise, move, the, blah, 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 the surprise move ends Dorsey's much criticized tenure as Chief Executive Officer of both Twitter and Square, his digital payments company, which led to Twitter stakeholders, alien management, and billionaire investor Paul Singer calling on him to step down from one of those roles. Um, right, so that's the new CEO, and everyone's a bit afraid because apparently this CEO, uh, you know... Uh, isn't great with free speech as, you know, he, he, he everyone's afraid that, you know, censorship's going to be a much bigger problem than it already is, right? Now, here's the thing. Twitter's a cesspool. It just sucks, okay? I have a Twitter account, but I hate it at the same time. It's, it's, it's like, I, I love it, but I hate it. And it's like I want to run away from it, but I keep coming back. It's a cesspool of shit. 
okay? It is a sewerage of opinions, okay? Being Jack Dorsey, I mean, imagine being that guy, knowing that you have created this platform where it is just so controversial and there's always, you know, there's always trouble every day. Someone said something, someone did something. Then you get to a point where you're going to, you know, ban the president of the United States. Like, if that guy wasn't into meditation and spirituality, I think he'd be a mass shooter by this point because he just wouldn't be able to handle the fucking stress. He'd lose his mind. You know, he'd go crazy. Now, look, this, this new CEO came out saying, now, where, where, now where's the link? Where's the link? See, I was organized today. So you can't give me shit for not being organized. I had all the links saved on the prep page because I'm smart. I'm not. Okay. Um, why did you said something? Uh, he said something about the Second Amendment. Where is it? 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 Oh my god. Okay, apparently I'm not that organized. Fuck. Essentially, what this guy said was that, <clears throat> you know, the new CEO said we don't really have to keep following free speech laws. It's not necessary. If people got to be banned, they got to be banned. Um, and I don't support censorship. I think. You know, it's a slippery slope because you start with one person, you go to the next, and you just keep going until, you know, there's no one left, right? I understand there's a line where people do have to be banned. I get that. I get it. I completely understand it. I understand why people have to go. I, you know, you can't threaten violence. You know, you can't dox people. You can't constantly abuse people and not... It, 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 like, you know, it's... We know that's bad, but... You know, what happens is that they they will use that as a way to be like, well, you know, if we don't ban people, then, you know, we're going to have these kind of people on the platform. And then once we ban them, then, you know, we got to be sure it never happens again. And it leads to this slippery slope. So, you know, this guy coming out saying that, like, you know, we don't need to follow free speech laws. And it's like, well, listen, you have one of you have the biggest communication platform in the world. And like. You know, your actions do matter and it has an effect on society, okay? And you can't create an echo chamber of opinions because that's when it leads to more division and that's when it causes more trouble and it's just like you can't sit there thinking that like, you know, oh, if we just, you know, do this and like we constantly just censor people that we personally don't like then everything's going to be fine. It's going to cause a lot of societal problems because now social media is within our lives okay there's a lot of people on twitter who i don't like or i don't agree with i don't think they should be censored i don't think they should be banned you know remember the times when twitter was about oh i'm cooking a nice ravioli at home remember that now it's just like you know when are we gonna uh hang the next democrat remember that god just crazy how it all goes downhill right it's nuts I don't know. It's just crazy. I have no idea. I really don't know. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, it's been a good time. The time has flown by. It's funny when you go on rants and the time just flies by. I don't know how it happens, but I'm glad it does. Anyway, I'm going to sign off. 
It was a pleasure talking to you. I love speaking to you as, as always. Make sure you stay safe, you keep real, and you don't let those clowns around town bring you down. All right? You have yourselves a good week. I'll see you next Monday. Stay safe. Catch you next time. All right. I'll see you around. I'm terrible with goodbyes, but you get my point. It's time to go, kids. All right. I'll speak to you next time. Bye.